welcome to Yeah We Read It. I'm your host, Maggie. And I'm your other host, Laura. And we would like to welcome you to our special season two kickoff. Oh my gosh. The Uglies. Welcome to the Uglies trilogy by Scott Westerfeld. Yep. And I don't know too much about this, but this is Laura's favorite series. This was like one of my favorite, favorite books I read when I was a teen. Mm-hmm. And I think I read it when I was in middle school. Mm-hmm. And like, I for forgotten so much, but I a lot of things came back to me as I was reading this, which made me so, so, so excited. Uh, I also like, I think Scott Fester- Westerfeld was one of my like favorite, favorite authors. I read, like I read Peeps, I read the first book of Midnighters, but I didn't like Midnighters. Was that a different series? Yeah, Midnighters was this other series that was really cool, but then everybody had superpowers, so it got kind of lame. Oh, okay. <laughs> but Peeps was like a really cool vampire, like gritty, like novel, and it was so fucking cool. It was just like a one-off. He, I loved Uglies. I'm really glad that we're reading it again. Yeah, it's been a pretty fun ride. All I remember was picking it up in Mrs. Brokhammer's 8th grade class and reading to page 23. Exactly 23. Because once it was started getting flashy and then it moved into, you know, ugly yeah. town, I the school bell rang and then I just forgot it there. That's so funny. Because this book, and we talked about this like literally like five minutes ago before I hit record, this book is already so different from Click World that we just exited. Absolutely. It's, um, it has, you know, nuances to it that wouldn't hold up today too much, but it is so much more engaging. It's, it's weird because it feels so much more like a, it it feels like a novel and like the click just kind of felt like almost like a magazine. Yeah. It's not painstaking to get through a hundred pages. No. Yeah. Like, cause it moves fast. It's, it's fun. And also it came out in 2005, which I'm realizing is 16 years ago. Oh my God. Isn't that insane? That's insane. I read yesterday that the Nintendo 3DS came out 11 years ago, and I hate that. That was freshman year of college. No, wait. No, I got it freshman year of college. I don't know when that was. Still, but also, like, for a book that came out 16 years ago, parts of this book feel way more relevant now than they did in 2005. It's very clearly political commentary, to the point that I had read a few pages of it and was like, okay, so the pretties... High cheekbones, clearly me, and then Anna was like, "No, you, you don't, don't want to. You don't. You don't want to be the pretties." And then I got a few pages in, and I was like, "Oh, okay, I get what this book is saying." Yeah, this book is gonna. It's gonna be. This is. We're in for a ride because uh, if I remember, this series gets uh, bigger and bigger and bigger as it keeps going. Yeah. But without further ado, do you want to? Do you want to jump in? Yeah, let's jump in. So we open in the Uglies and. Spoiler alert, Tally Youngblood, our protagonist, she's ugly. Yep, she is a girl who is about to turn 16, and that's when they get their pretty surgery to be hot, and she lives in Uglyville. Yeah, so I guess we should tell the listeners. (laughs) It's just so stupid. It's so unoriginal. There's Uglyville and the new pretty town. But it almost has to be that vapid, you know? Yeah. But for the listeners who are, are tuning in, so the way it works is up until you are 16, you are ugly, and then when you turn 16, you have a surgery that makes you pretty, and then you move to the pretty town, and then you eventually grow up, and then you have children, and then you move to Crumbleyville, which is where the old people live. I thought, is Crumbleyville the suburb of New Pretty Town? I thought that New Pretty Town had its own suburb. I, I think Crumbleyville is somewhere else, that's where her parents live. That is so mean. Okay, well, I guess, shit, you moved to Crumbleyville. But it's also important to describe, looks are everything in this book, obviously. Yeah. And I was assuming Tally was going to look like the girl on the front page, 
brown hair. She kind of looks, she literally looks like Joey King. That's great casting. Yeah, she does. Um, but honestly, it sounds like she's not, not pretty. No. All I got was her hair is frizzy. She probably looks like Anne Hathaway in Princess Diaries. Yeah, so I guess, like, that's, like, that's the big thing where it's, like, Every, there's a, a societal construct of what pretty is, but everybody's meant to believe that they're ugly until they're suddenly pretty. Exactly. It's, yeah. Yeah. It's, it's pretty shitty. Yeah. I mean, oh, obviously. it's so shitty. But it's it sucks to, like, be so socialized and born into it that there's no representation of different body shapes and different body sizes yeah. because there's only one standard. Exactly. Which, I mean, is pretty real life. We have the Western European standard. Of yeah, beauty. that's true. And now we have, like, the Instagram face of beauty standard as well on social media. It is crazy. It is yeah. changing. Um, but obviously this is, like, future, future, future. There's tons of fun little science gadgets that are introduced, like this entire, everything is automated, like the entire town is made of like metal so people can hoverboard over everything, everybody has like a, like a life ring that like turns the lights off for them. Oh, those like interface rings? Yeah, the interfa- her interface yeah. ring that she leaves behind so she can go on her first adventure. The hoverboards sound dope as fuck. I remember the hoverboards thinking they were so cool because they have these crash bracelets so you can't fall off, so mm-hmm. every time you trip, your hover- your bracelets just like jerk you back up. Yeah, I last weekend have been starting to try to get better at skateboarding and like fell and scraped my arm <laughs> for the first time and yeah. so now I'm like obsessed. And so when hoverboarding was introduced, I was like, oh man, I want to go skateboarding so bad right now. Oh my gosh, it's so cool. Okay, but we open in and Tally's best friend, Paris, he has just turned pretty. And so she's like all alone, she's Mm -hmm. down, um, and she's like, she's bummed because like Paris has been like pretty for like, I think like a week now, and he hasn't reached out to her at all, and she's like, I just want to go talk to my best friend. Yeah, and she's been writing him, and he hasn't been writing back. But she's like, dick. Which is... Okay. Which sucks. Fuck you. So she devises a plan that she is going to go into New Pretty Town and kind of confront him. And that's she not, should. like, a normal thing people can do. Like, if you're ugly, you don't go to New Pretty Town. You can't. It's never really specified what will happen, but obviously she might not have the surgery if she's caught, so... Yeah, I think, like, I think they were mentioning that, like, the interface ring would recognize that you're trying to go to New Pretty Town and, like, everything you're doing would just, like, it would either report you or shut down. But, yeah, people follow rules here. Exactly, but um, outside of the technology, there is this kind of old rickety bridge where you can go into New Pretty Town pretty mm-hmm. much undetected. Yeah, because it's an old bridge, and so that's what she uses. Um, and, God, the descriptions of New Pretty Town are... I... And it's like, it seems so it. fun. It reminds me yeah. of, like, Moulin Rouge, almost. Like, where it just feels like there's parties and just everything everywhere. Yeah, exactly. I have been playing so much Pokemon, there's <laughs> a route through the woods, and there's all these multicolored neon mushrooms to the fairy gym, and it reminds yeah. me a lot of that, because it sounds like there's, like, tiki torches leading their ways through the pleasure gardens. Yeah. And there's hot air balloons. God. There's... Um, buildings that are shaped like champagne flutes. They have little, like, just parades going on, and they're just throwing people masks outside of, like, the mm-hmm. thing that's leading them, and that's, like, an Italian's of picking up a pig mask, so she can go undetected through New Pretty Town. Yeah, she's like, oh, perfect. <laughs> Thank God. And then she goes to this, like, black tie mansion party, and then everybody's like, Who's this bitch with a pig mask on at this black tie party? Oh, yeah. They are so deprived. <laughs> they're of, so mad. They're so deprived of bullying that they're finally like, yes, great. Someone who is 
a little bit quirky we can bully who's not yeah her. and so they chase her around just kind of winking at her yeah because they're also they want to know who it is and tally's panicking because she's like i cannot get caught yeah um i did ask if i turned pretty would you come visit me in new pretty town if i hadn't talked to you for a week my favorite thing is i got about three pages into this and i just lashed on to paris being three months older than her and i was like perfect i'm paris and then it turns out paris is like Oh, my favorite line. Actually, I really do want you to read this with me on page 20, Laura, if you could read Tally. But we're best friends, right? Sure. Forever. In three months. <laughs> that, I laughed so hard God, when I said that to her. It was just insane. I did write that. My first, like, one of my first post-it notes was just, uh, uh, would Maggie and I do this for each other? And I think we would. I think I would. I'd be, I'd be sad if you didn't talk to me for a week and I'd march off to New Pretty Town and be like, why didn't you respond to my letters? Yeah, that would be a lot. No, I think I would, I would like to go back, especially if we, like, hoverboarded. It sounds like you can't oh, do that there. I think we would thrive in this, in this world. I agree. I think we would both maybe not get the surgery. Knowing what we know now, I don't think we would. I don't think we would. So she, okay, so we get it. At this point, she's talking to Paris because, yeah. like we said, he says they will be forever friends in three months when she's hot again. And uh, he comes up with this plan where she's like, I need to get out of here. And she can't go through the ground. So he's like, okay, well, you're going to have to jump off the roof. And they give her, it's like a fire parachute is what it's called. Yeah. I don't remember what it was. It's like, a, oh, it's a bungee jet, uh, backpack. Yes. And she... Pulls it, the fire alarm. Yeah, she pulls the fire alarm and then she jumps off this building and the bungee backpack like, bo- like bounces her down mm-hmm. uh, back to where she needs to be. And then she feels like she sees somebody and she's worried that it's like an officer so she's hiding in these bushes mm-hmm. for like a really long time yeah like the way that read was so well written because i could feel the stress of feeling like you're about to be caught yeah and like someone's watching you and you can't move because then you're gonna blow your freaking cover exactly that was so nice i felt the whole stress of her looking at shay kind of in front of her also ducking and hiding and I was like, I felt annoyed. Yeah. I was like, go, move, Shay. Yeah, you, yeah, God. But then, yeah, we find out it's Shay, uh, who is also, spoilers, ugly. ugly. Um, and, yeah, it kind of just feels like the universe kind of stepped in. and made, Like, they, be, they click real fast. Yeah, and again, maybe it's because I really don't care how anyone looks, to be honest. Yeah. It kind of goes over my head. But Shay's only factor to me of why she was ugly that stood out was because she was skinny. Yeah, everybody, they, they all have their ugly nicknames, so like, Shay's skinny and Tally is squint, which they don't explain because she doesn't wear glasses. And I, as Shay will also come out with like a little bit of an unveiling and educating Tally, but I really liked um, when she did run into Paris because you could tell how much their education failed them. Yeah. Because she was talking about biology of it and... Tally says, at school they explained how it affected you. It didn't matter if you knew about evolution or not. It worked anyway, on everyone. And I was like, okay, that seems like a lot of Scott Westerfield's uh, backdrop is just going to being like, that's the way it is, and this is how it goes. Oh, like, honestly, the the amount of, like, nonchalant just, like, drops like that, where they just, like, glaze over, they're just like, yeah, and that's just why we think, because people told us to. Yeah. It's honestly, it's fun. I really enjoy it. Like, it's, it's not, like... It's not, like, too... It's, like, obvious, but not being, like, over-redundant, you know? Like, repetitive. Yeah. yeah. Um, so it's fun. I'm having a really fun time reading this. 
Um, but I really like Shay. Shay's character is really fucking cool. I remember reading this and being like, I really like Shay. I think I she's so like cool. I do like Shay a lot. She seems like, oh, she's very patient. Yeah. With Tally. It's like, it's, they share the same birthday, but yeah. it seems like she is just like patience of a god being like, it doesn't matter, not all things are pretty. Yeah. It's okay. Tally's all like, pretty surgery's coming up, pretty surgery's coming up, pretty surgery's coming up, and Shay's like, we can do other things. <laughs> Which she introduces her to. She introduces her to hoverboarding. Exactly. And that chapter was really wholesome and good. They're laying on their back and they're looking up at the sky, and we kind of learn about how hoverboards work right now. So there's like a band that they wear, which obviously Laura said earlier, yeah. if you fall off, it'll uh, mag- magnetize kind of back to your board. Yeah. And uh, there's like a weight in your belly that holds holds like your weight, your gravity down. Yeah, I don't know. Future's crazy. I don't know. Um, but then the next thing we see after that, I think this starts to uh, introduce like the the rift between their the ways their brains think. Because Tally is looking at, you know, they have, like, a, a wall screen, and she's just has a software where she's just making over her face nonstop. So that's, like, a modern-day Facetune. Mm-hmm. Or what is the modern-day Facetune? Um, and Tally just keeps being like, show me yours. And she's like, I've never made any of these. And she's like, we'll make you some right now. And she's like, I don't care. Like, I don't really want to do this. Yeah, Tally has all these different ones, like, boring ones with bangs and dark hair. Yeah. And she goes, okay, Shay. Show me yours, and Shay's like, I don't have one. Which, I enjoyed this part, because I don't know if this is a thing, I still haven't Googled it, but Tally's like, you want both sides of your face to be symmetrical. And she's like, I like my face asymmetrical. Yeah. And Tally asks, why? That's a sign of childhood stress. Which, is it? If your face isn't symmetrical, is that a sign of childhood stress? God, and there's a really important thing here, because this basically introduces, like, the entire, like, essential, like, message of the book. Yes. And what, like, what is going to be happening in these next things. Um, so it says, right, and things were so great back when everyone was ugly, or did you miss that day of school? She, yeah, yeah, I know, Shay recited. Everyone judged everyone else based on their appearance. People who were taller got better jobs, and people who even voted for some politicians just because they weren't quite as ugly as everybody else. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah, and people killed one another over stuff like having different skin color. Tally shook her head. No matter how many times they repeated it at school, she'd never quite believed that one. So what do people look more like now? It's the only way to make people equal. Yes, so this is when I realized that this book, oh, this might be a little bit about eugenics. Yeah. Um, Which, hey, listeners, if you don't know what eugenics is, it's basically using reproduction to make a human population look exactly the same. Yeah. Or, you know, a complete genocide of an entire group of people. Oh, and then she goes, how about making them smarter? And Tally's like, ha yeah, right. <laughs> That's immediately <laughs> oh God, under yeah. that, yeah. Which I think is hilarious. Which is, it's it's crazy how sheltered they are. Yeah, like, and it's, it, it's so, I, I think it's really important to make Tally this main character of, like, kind of unlearning all of these things that she's been ingrained in and, like, she, all Tally wants is to be pretty because she's been told that that's just going to be the best thing. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. That's the only path for her life. And she's like, yep. Yeah. It is crazy. I yeah. mean, I don't, it, who decided what undesirable is? Right? There's no scientific basis for it. And also, I mean, like, uh, she's implying to Shay about when she's making a morph suit for Shay about how maybe she should be a bit lighter. And I was like, oh, no. Yeah. Um, I mean, 
you know, it's like a little bit of a commentary, but it's also like reading that. I mean, when I was younger and I read a little bit about this, it literally was just like, that is such an ideal of beauty. Because when I was reading it, immediately I thought the pretties were blonde. Yeah, exactly. Because like, that's also like the, the image I had. That I was like, these people are like really tall, blue eyes, blonde hair, high cheekbones, big eyes, nice yeah. eyebrows. Yeah. Wild. Um, but then Shay starts uh, to kind of tease Tally with the idea of, like, let's go to uh, the Rusty Ruins. Mm-hmm. And Tally's like, I don't want to go to the Rusty Ruins. Like, we already go there on, like, a school trip every year. It's stupid. And the Rusty Ruins is, there's this little place outside of where their bubble universe kind of lives. And the buildings have collapsed. And there's an old community called the Rusties who used to live there. And they talk about how the pre-Rusties used to get around via boat for travel. Yeah. So I'm assuming that what the Rusties would be is kind of like present day. Like, just skyscrapers. Like yeah. Maybe like Chicago. And there's like cars, yeah. They, they make a thing where they're talking about how like, oh, this that, that, that generation used metal like it was nobody's business. And that's why it was just still all left over. Yeah, and it kind of alludes to, which I'm sure that we will learn about later on, that there was like, it, it seems like a huge fire or just like a huge blast and collapse yeah, of society. Yeah, something happened. My favorite description of the Rusties is uh, back when there were too many people and everyone was stupid. <laughs> Oh, yeah, I thought that was funny. I thought that was really funny. Uh, But, yeah, so Shay finally convinces her that, like, they can sneak out and go to the Rusty Ruins. Mm -hmm. Um, And they do. And they do. And it's a very beautiful moment because Shay is like, well, you're going to see Whitewater for the first time. And Tally's like, I don't know what that is. And she's like, oh, well, just wait. You'll see it. And there's mountains out there. There's, like, a waterfall. And it's the first time Tally's seen any of these things, which is, oh, yeah, it's cute. Like, really I was, cute. the rapid scene was really cute. I just want to boop her nose and be like, there's so much no, things no, that you no, don't there's know. There's so much out there. There's so, so much, much out, out there. there. Um, and then they're in the ruins, and it's just like, a, it's just big old hunker-clunker, broken-down things. And, and there's a roller coaster. And honestly, the roller coaster is one of the scenes, like, when we picked this book, I was like, I remember the roller coaster scene so freaking much, because it was just uh-huh. like, it's such a cool, like, vision of thinking of, like, these people, and, like, it's the future, and they go back to, like, this just, like, yeah. old thing of metal, and they're just, like, using their hoverboards on it. I don't know why I thought it was so cool! <laughs> but their hoverboards only work over metal, and there's a gap in the roller coaster where the track is missing, yeah. and Tally kind of loses gravity for a minute. And she gets really scared, and she comes back and yells at Shay, and she's like, ah, ha, 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 what good fun we have. What chummy fun we have. Ha, 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 I made you think you were going to die. <laughs> and then Shay decides, I'm going to put my trust in this person. Yeah, and Shay kind of, you know, this big inciting incident here is where Shay says, I want you to meet somebody. And Tally's like, okay, I'll meet him tomorrow. And she's like, no, he's out. He's like, he's out here. And mm-hmm. that's when we realize... There's people who are living outside of Pretty Town and Uglyville. Mm-hmm. So Shay flies up on her hoverboard and lets off a flare, which, very interesting, as we said, the whole town was metal, mm-hmm. and they fly on hoverboards over metal, and I, again, I don't know a lot about nature, so I don't know if this is real, but there's iron under the water, because the water brings up minerals from the earth, and there's always metal at the bottom of rivers? Is that true? I don't know if that's true. I read that too and also questioned, but then I just kind of kept reading, because I was like, who am I to Google this while I'm reading this book? Exactly. But, <laughs> you know, when that moment comes and the hoverboard is really heavy and she very important says yeah it's lighter in the city because they fool you 
that's when you're like, okay, oh, well, something might not be all as it, it seems. seems back in Uglyville. So she sends up a flare looking for David, and they wait. And they wait some more, and he doesn't come, and so they start leaving. An important detail that's easy to miss is they're leaving, and Tally turns back to look and sees a small light, and then mm-hmm. doesn't tell Shay about it. Yeah. I do love that we do learn in one of these moments, yet again, how dumb Tally is. I have to say, I think Tally has some of my favorite quotes as opposed to the Because she's quotes. so, she's, and, you know, she's cute dumb, you know? But she says she knew from school that in some cities they spoke other languages or didn't turn pretty until they were 18 or weird stuff like that. And I always, <laughs> like, okay, homegirl, wow. Yeah, just sheltered. So, so sheltered. I know. And the next day is orientation, so there's other little uglies. They wake up from this little fun trip fever dream they have. I know, and then they decide they're going to prank them. Yeah, we don't really care about this part. They, like, push the other one off a roof yeah, with the bungee cords. Yeah, exactly. It was dumb. But then they have a big fight. Because and Shade yes. does not, like, confides in Tally, like, I do not want to be pretty. I do not care about this. Yeah, Shay really drops that bombshell that she doesn't want to be pretty. Because, honestly, it kind of sounds like you relinquish being intelligent or in control when you're pretty. Yeah. There, because you get either so used to comfort or honestly maybe they like fuck with your brain yeah it reminded me of that scene in avatar when the government takes them and the woman is underwater and keeps saying there is no war in bossing say was how i pictured this scene yeah um but it was very nice she's trying to go to um tally into like leaving with her she's yeah. like you don't have to be pretty there's other ways yeah like after their fight like shay goes to tally's room and it's like, I need, to, I need you to, to know that I'm leaving. I have two weeks, I have four weeks of food, two for me, two for you if you want it, four weeks just for me if you're not going to come with me. I really want you to, like, think about this. And Tally's like, no, you can't leave. Because, like, Tally, sheltered, you know, you know, for the government, loves this entire world. It's like, how could you even think to leave? What's out there? You're going to die. Exactly. And that's when Shay's like, no, like, a bunch, all of my friends who have left, like, I've had friends who have left, and they don't come back, and I think they're happier that way, and I'm going to go be with them. And Tally goes, like, well, what about your friends that were pretty? And then Shay's like, they don't talk to me anymore. Like, I yeah. tried reaching out to them, but they don't talk to me anymore, and I just don't want to be a person who doesn't talk to my friends yeah and she also says that the smoke where she is going where david is um that it's not like here they don't separate everyone uglies from pretties new and middle and late and you can leave whenever you want you can go anywhere you want yeah so i mean she's selling it pretty hard i'd be like i mean honestly it sounds fun like yeah i can i can do tricks whenever i want to you kid you're kidding me like tally is vapid and dolan has (sighs) the personality of a foot so she says no so shay says okay if you ever want to find me, here are some vague, uh, cryptic descriptions. Yeah, and Tally's like, when did you learn to write by hand? Yeah, can they not? Do they have the interface they, ring to write them letters? I'm, I'm, prob- I'm sure they probably, like, text or something. It reminded me of, like, what, now that they don't teach children how to write cursive, that's what it reminded me of. Like, they don't, oh, that sucks. I that love sucks? writing cursive. It's so I pretty. Do it, yeah, I, I used to love it. I did it all the time, and now I don't do it any at all anymore, because... One day I'm going to have an interface ring and it's going to text everybody for me. Amen. Hey, at least we're not living in the word of T9. God forbid. I hated, I never even used T9. I hated it so much. So this chapter ends on a very heartwarming goodbye in which Tally says, I wish I'd seen you pretty. And Shay responds, 
I guess you'll just have to live with remembering my face this way. Yeah. I was like, yeah, I, get out of here. Fuck you. Honestly, Shay, Shay was too nice to Tally. Tally. I loved that. I love Shay so freaking much. Because the whole time she was just trying to set boundaries and was like, stop saying I'm not pretty. Yeah. She's like, I literally don't care. Like, I want, let's do something else. And ugly, like, Tally always kept bringing up, like, ugly this, pretty that, ugly this, pretty that. Exactly. Oh, my gosh. But then it's the day. It's their birthday. It's, but Shay isn't there for it. And Tally's going to get her surgery. Tally brings her one little frumpy bag. Because she's like, I'm getting all new stuff. Yeah, she doesn't need them. She goes down to the car and. She's waiting. The surgery is described as basically, it's changing all your shit, your they, skin. They grind their bones. Bones. Face. And she says it only feels like a really bad sunburn, sunburn for two weeks. That's the future, baby. Absolutely not true. There's no way. They sedate the shit out of you. Um, but then a creepy man comes in and um, says, there's a problem with your operation. Come with me. And she's just like, Okay. <laughs> And she goes with him. Mm-hmm. And then she gets the uh, bad news that she's not going to get an operation. Yeah, the, the we're, we're introduced to special circumstances. Uh, and we're introduced to Dr. Cable, who is... Honestly, the way they describe the specials is so eerie. Because it's like, they're, they talk about how they're pretty, but they're also like rigid in a way. Yeah, it said, I in my mind, she, when she met Dr. Cable, it was like, this woman is a cruel beautiful. And then I was like, hell yeah, I want to fuck Dr. I, Cable. Like, I want to be a special. That sounds awesome. Like, I want people to fear me. Exactly. Like, and then later <laughs> on, she was like, it looks like Dr. Cable never sleeps. And I was like... If I could be Same. hot and never sleep. Same. What's yeah, up? Yeah, let's up? go. <laughs> so she's like, Tally, do you know why you're in here? And she's like, no. And she's like, well, that friend Shay of yours, yeah, she's actually in a gang. Yeah, they're like, Shay and her friends have been running away. and We've been trying to, like, get, like, figure out where they keep going. And we know you probably know something about this. So you need to tell us everything you know. Mm-hmm. And Tally's like, I literally don't know anything. And she's like, well, if you don't tell us uh, why, obviously you're not going to be a pretty. But then she also goes on explaining why new pretty time is the best. They purify the water, recycle biomass, use power drain from our solar footprint. And then this is where I was like, oh no, this is another like big uh, genocide quote. But sometimes we can't purify what we take in from the outside. Sometimes there are threats from the environment that must be faced. And I was like, it sounds like the people in the smoke are just minding their own business. Yeah, it sounds like they don't want to be a part of this uh, this, this world. <laughs> and so she's like, Tally, you got to lead us to, or you have to give tell us everything you know and lead us to her. And Tally's like, I really don't know anything. And then Dr. Cable goes, you can die ugly for all I care. That, I got, like, goosebumps. I was like, You're telling a kid that? That's insane. Yeah. And that's, and of course, Tally, but, like, also, okay, and I want, I want to talk about this for just a second. Mm -hmm. The big thing, question I had after this is, like, why do they need to find Shay and her friends? Like, why do, can't they just let these people exist? Exactly. Like, what, what danger are they? I don't like, know. Like, I, I guess I don't understand, like, what is the... I, maybe we'll find it out, like, the threat of having people who don't want to live in this world and are minding their own business somewhere else. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure it's the whole paranoia and the idea that since they have access to technology, yeah. which it sounds like they do, maybe they're, like, 
planning a coup. Yeah, but yeah. But if people haven't seen them for as long as, like, even in their education system, they will go visit the ruins and then not really go into, like, the background of who lived there. Yeah. Or what became of them. Yeah, so I don't know. It's probably paranoia. You're probably right. It's probably paranoia and, like, obviously a way to not relinquish control. Um, yeah. But she goes back home and she's sitting trying to read Shay's instructions to find out where she is. And she's like, God, I can't do this. I need to go blow off steam. And, and I'll say it. Shay's directions are confusing. Like, I would look at this and be like, what? You only told me, like, the first step to get to a place. Like When she said, turn in the direction of the side that you hate, I knew it had to do with Tally's face. And that's oh, all. Oh, that's smart. See, I wouldn't have gotten I that. felt really smart knowing that. But I don't I don't know the rest of them. Yeah. Well, I, I mean, we'll probably find out the rest of this book. Yeah. Uh, but, of course, Tally's, like, upset. She, like, everything in her form is gone. No. And because she was supposed to turn pretty and they got rid of all of her stuff. And then her parents come. Yeah. And I didn't get this. Because are they, is Sol and Ellie? Is that her name? I, I pronounced Sol and Ellie. Sol and Ellie. Are they actually her parents? It sounds like they're just people who raised her when she was a little. I don't know. I, I don't think we'll ever get, like, the, like, these are actually her biological parents or not. But I was wondering the same thing. But her parents are also so vapid. They are. This is when she starts doubting them because Saul, whatever his name is, blatantly trusts special circumstances despite never having seen them. And she's like, they're scary looking. Uh, This, like, police CIA kind of thing. And in school they say they never talk about people living outside the city until now. So, like, okay, Miss Babbitt Queen, yeah, you get your economics 101. Yeah, yeah, her parents are just, like, they they almost remind me of, like, Stepford Wives, but as yes. parents. Like, they say the right thing, they're pretty for old people, Yeah, but they say the right thing, they, they you know, they don't have opinions. It's like a dog bringing you a ball, and they're like, to be pretty? And then it's like, no, I'm tired, I don't want to play right now, and they're like, uh, to be pretty? Pretty? And you're like, no. But um, I love how this ends, because she is like, I'm sad, can I come stay with you? And they're like, no. They're like, ha ha ha, that would be weird if you lived with us. There's no children around. And she's like, yeah, but I'm like the oldest person here. And they go, ha ha ha, that would be weird with you if you lived with us. There's no children around. <laughs> Your bedroom isn't fixed up. It's like, fuck, I'll sleep on the floor. Yeah. I feel weird here. Like, I'll do, sleep in a tent. Leave me alone. But then Paris comes, like, a, like a, later in the day. Yeah. And the, and I think that this was special circumstances using her loved ones to get to her. Probably. Yeah. Like, it seems yeah, like, it yeah. Um, because it's just weird that all of these loved ones who weren't visiting her before this are now visiting her. Yeah, and Paris shows up, and he's worried because she's not pretty yet. And it, Paris, God, he sucks. He does. He he's just he keeps being like, you gotta come be pretty with me. You gotta do whatever it takes to come be pretty with me. We're best friends forever. Yeah, it's like... Oh, I want you to be pretty, but not, like, for you. It's for me, because I talked to you up to all my friends, and now they, like, know that you're dealing with special circumstances, so they think you're really cool, and you better hurry up and get over there, because I can't get into special parties without you. Yeah, and, like, as he, like, leaves, he's like, all right, you got a big day ahead of you, because he, like, knows that Tally's gonna agree to, like, what he said. It's so manipulative. I know. And she goes because she remembers Paris pretty much drives it home that he's like, your first pact, the per- first person you promised that you would be pretty is me. And that overrides you and Shay's promise. And yeah. she's like, you're right. So he's like, fuck, I forgot I made another promise before that promise. I can't break promises. So 
She gives Dr. Cable the info on the note, the smokes, and David. And Dr. Cable's like, no. We know this already. Oh, yeah, she's like, yeah, we scanned the note when you first came in here. Like, we need to know anything else, like, that you know. And Tally's like, all I have is the note. And she's like, okay, cool, then we're just going with the note. Um, and then she starts dropping supplies on the table and it then is like, okay, uh, it's like, you should be fine. And here's what you're going to press when you find them. And that's when we realize that Tally has to go find these people. Alone. Alone, which feels crazy. Yeah. Uh, very scary. And yeah. that's, uh, where the first section left off. Yeah. That's the end of part one. Oh, wow. Okay. And now we're different, uh, to end this episode, uh, we have a top five, like we love to do. Yes. Different, different type of top five, though, just like in the essence of it, just because this book is so different. Uh, so for this one, we're going to be doing our top five future inventions from this book that Scott Westerfeld has come up with. Yeah. Unlike the Click series, there's so much world to explore, so I feel like we really want to dive into it. Yeah. Should we go five to one or one to five? Let's do five to one. Okay. So our fifth uh, top five greatest invention. We're going to have to go with the wall screen, which sounds like a big projector for movies. Yeah, it's cool, but it's like, it's almost like you don't need the projector. It just shows up on the wall. It's cool. It's just like a big TV. It is. She didn't have to log anything to bring up no. the more suits. So I was like, yeah, oh, it, you know, it's cool, but it's not the coolest thing we get to see. Exactly. Uh, number four is going to be the dehydrated food plus the water purifier that they bring uh, on these this mission that Shay has brought up. Um, it sounds really cool because it's not like our, our version of dehydrated food. Yeah. Um, but it still doesn't, doesn't seem that exciting. It seems like that would be cool eventually, but. Yeah. It sounds like it, like you put it in the purifier and, it and then it grows. Yeah. That's, and that's cool. I don't know. I just remembered I didn't need dinner. So that sounds pretty awesome. <laughs> um, number three would definitely have to be the bungee suit thing. Yeah. That I feel like having that in the middle is good because I'm really afraid of heights. So I don't know Honestly, if I trust it. I would be so afraid that it would, like, malfunction. Yes. And I would just plummet off of a building and then just, like, splat. Absolutely. Me too. Uh, number two is going to be the interface ring, uh, which is kind of like they're, like, it's almost like a cell phone, I feel like. But it's, like, yeah. on you, and it does literally everything for you. Honestly, cool, lightweight. Takes it on, takes it off. I think it's really cool. I imagine it to look like an Apple Watch. Yeah, something like that. And number one... We talked about it a lot. We, we love have the hoverboard. To. We love the hoverboard. Oh my god, it seems it's it so, like cool. so much fun. Could you imagine going down a roller coaster on a hoverboard and you can't fall off? That sounds so fun. That would be so cool. That would be so cool. Oh my god. Oh my gosh. Well, that's like that's the end of this episode. We we made it to season two at the end of our first episode. I'm so excited. I know, me too. Oh my gosh. And as always, dear listener, thank you for going on this journey with us. If you haven't followed us at Maggie and Laura on Instagram or anywhere else, you should do that. We would really like that. We would. And also something else we would really like is if you could open your phone right now and rate and review this podcast, either on iTunes or Spotify, that would help us out very much. Also, something you could do is you could text a friend being like, yo, I'm listening to this podcast right now, and I think you'd really love it. That would also be something. That would be really nice. That would be really nice and really cool. Everybody would benefit from that. Maybe steal their phone. Give us five stars. I don't know. We're just throwing out ideas at this point. Possibilities are endless. Uh, But as always, we are part of the Audio Man Podcast Network, and you should be looking them up if you want to find any other cool podcast to listen to. Yeah. But that's been it for this episode of Yowie Reddit. Uh, and then we'll see you in two weeks. Yeah. Bye. Bye.
You were just listening to an Audiment podcast.